Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast full of choice tracks. I'm Taj. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. I'm Dietrich. Oh, Dietrich, I'm sorry. I know the weather's a little bad, but but we'll try and cheer you up, okay? okay? Thanks for noticing. <laughs> well, this is Choice Tracks, and uh, what we do here is we have a side A and a side B. Side A is the theme that we pick songs that match that theme, and side B is where we have a kind of an album review where one of us picked an album. Uh, this week's theme um, is, you know, we're getting near the end of April, you know, April showers, you know, rainy season. I personally, you know, have some rainy day movies that I like. But, you know, I was like, hey, let's do a theme about rain. <laughs> and so that's why Dietrich might be a little down because the rain. But that's OK. We're going to get through it. Sun will shine on the other side. Everything will be good. Flowers will bloom. Right, Dietrich? No. <laughs> OK. No. OK. <laughs> that's why. Um so the only criteria was rain had to be in the lyrics. Um, it could be in the title, but yeah, it was fine either way. So um, I picked a song uh, that, uh, like I said, I, I, was, I thought it was an interesting uh, topic. So the song I picked was actually uh, a song I had heard before. Um, can't tell you when I first heard it, <laughs> to be honest. Um, actually, it wasn't the first one that popped in my head, but I was searching around. And I was like, Ooh, I like this one. So um, the song is I Love a Rainy Night, and it's done by uh, Eddie Rabbit. Well, I love a rainy night. I love a rainy night. I love to hear the thunder. Watch the lightning when it lights up the sky. Um, it was released in uh, November 1980, and it was on the album. Uh, I think it was on the album with the same name. I should look that up. So, but yeah, um, you know, the song, uh, you know, it talks about loving the rainy night, you know, let fall asleep to the rain. You know, I know some people fall asleep to, you know, oceans and, you know, some people fall asleep to, you know, tropical rainfall. So, but yeah, that's kind of what the song is. Uh, although it has a little bit of like walking in the rain, getting some rain on your lips, you know, it could be a double entendre for what type of rainy night he likes but you know uh, either way you know it's a good uh it's a good song uh, about uh loving the rainy night so um i totally didn't realize when i picked the theme that it could be a double, double entendre so i was like but i was like okay but either way this is the song i picked and um what did you guys think have you heard it before did you like it ever heard of eddie rabbit before it's like don't know the dude, but it's like heard the song before. Yeah, I've known an Eddie, and I know what a rabbit is. Um, <laughs> but yes, I know who Eddie Rabbit is, and I've not heard a song in ages, unless it was on, uh, you know, Yacht Rock uh, on Sirius XM. Um, but I don't recall hearing it there. But um, no, this is a good, good choice. Uh, you know, this is a song that. You know, it's a feel good song, you know, and I'm totally I'm totally down for that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like the energy. I like his voice. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know much more to say, but it was uh, yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun to revisit. I honestly don't know any other songs by him, <laughs> but but if I maybe did he have another hit? Um, no, I think, you know of? No, I think on Spotify this was his biggest hit. So okay, yeah, because I'm curious if I like if I listen to a couple more tracks, 
I wonder if I'll know that or if this is the only one I've ever heard by him. Cause, uh, it's not, it's not like a household name for sure. Like I, you know, I don't, I don't <laughs> think of Eddie Rabbit. In fact, you know, when you pick the song and you said it was by Eddie Rabbit, I had to listen to it to go, Oh yeah, I know this song. So, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I like it. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a good song and I, I enjoyed the melody. Oh, so yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, Eddie Rabbit, uh, I used to get him and Eddie Money confused. <laughs> um, that makes sense. I don't know. I don't know how. He did have another couple of other songs. Um, like the other song, I believe, was uh, "Driving My Life Away." I don't know if you remember that one or not. Um, you know, he, he's kind of jingly, not necessarily what, what you consider to be like a, a hardcore artist. Um, but he definitely had good songs. He had good lyrics. Um, probably was maybe a little ahead of his time. So to speak, and that's the reason why he didn't pick up as much. That was before easy listening kind of came into the fold, so to speak. Um, but you know, he was uh he definitely um somebody to remember later on because like I say, he's got good lyrics in his song. Um outside of that, this was a nice little jingle. Wouldn't too mad at it. Um, you know, we pick songs talking about the rain. The rain can go a couple of like different ways. Like you can either love the rain, you can hate the rain, you can loathe the rain, or you can anticipate it coming because I like the rain because I like to think that it washes away my sins when I walk outside and um yeah, it's just me being foolish, but you know, it's it's one of my little thoughts. But outside of that, the song itself uh was you know, like I said, it was a nice little jingle. Um would I go back and listen to it five hundred times more? No. <laughs> but you know, I at least I at least give it the credit that it's due. And once I got to looking at him, I was like, okay, yeah, I do distinguish him from Eddie Money now. So I, I know how to how to how to make the difference. Now you talking about the kiddies? Yeah, I, I still get them confused. But outside <laughs> of that, I think we're okay. All right, sounds good. I mean, he's no he's no Eddie Money. Uh, <laughs> right, but, right, right. Yeah. He's he was recording apparently since the sixties, writing mm-hmm. songs, doing that sort of thing through the sixties and seventies. And then he uh he composed Kentucky Rain for Elvis Presley. So he really loves rain, apparently. Uh, rainy nights, rainy days, whatever. Rain, rain, rain. Right. Um, right. yeah, no, I, I I like the song sort of. Like I, it's not like something that like I'd gravitate to necessarily, but it's got like a good beat to it. You know, he's, yeah, he's definitely there. He's on the charts. Um, I love a rainy night. Hell, <laughs> I'll go with it. Yeah. I give it a, like a three and a half stars out of five um, for so, raininess. The use of raininess. rain. So do you, pre- do you guys prefer rainy nights or rainy days? Both. Both. Depends. Okay. okay. Granny nights are great if you're not driving. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Granny nights are great when you don't have the highway. I'm sorry, Dietrich. I couldn't hear you. No, you're good. I was just saying, rainy nights are real good when you don't have the thunder or lightning brightening up the sky. And then you get to worry about it's going to strike your house or hit you because you've been fucking up. So, right. um, yeah, that kind of situation. But like rainy days, they're cool, especially when you're inside the house. When you were a kid, it sucks because you couldn't go outside and play. But now it's like, I can just drive somewhere. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. So, I think anyway. also the rain affected Dietrich's microphone. So, pardon, pardon the rain. <laughs> the rainy night. It must be a rainy night here in uh, Texas. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I definitely like. I think this is like a characteristic of like a songwriter from the '60s and '70s that morphs into the '80s, and it kind of brings that element of like music that doesn't necessarily not fit, but it's not doesn't fit the most in the eighties. You know what I mean? And it's early too. So, but it's, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, kudos, kudos to him. I mean, he's, he's definitely great, a great songwriter. So, um, he's from New York. So there you go. Right. My homeland. Your home. homeland. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we're, we're going to keep the, keep the raindrops coming and we're going to move on to the next song. Um, Damon, now, since you think that you know the 80s so much better, what, what did you have for us, Damon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Peter Gabriel is awesome. He's on tour now, and he has a song called Red Rain. Um, that's probably one of my favorite songs I've heard over and over again in grocery stores <laughs> on the radio driving you know just wherever um, yeah and I think that um, yeah Peter Gabriel is definitely um, he's a phenomenal artist and uh, this is definitely one of his more poppy hits that you would hear <laughs> you would hear like in the music or uh, on, the, on the radio anywhere really and the 80s are not always where I gravitate to, but sometimes sometimes they do good. So that's my pick. You guys like Peter Gabriel? <laughs> you guys going to go see him in concert soon? I'm trying to. Uh, so I um, I probably heard this song somewhere before. I'm not sure that I had, but it, it was I liked it. It was an interesting song. I, I was, I'm still because uh, it, it, it's not super obvious in the lyrics where it is, and I'm totally missing it. Like I'm not sure exactly what the red rain is. Like is it like like mountain slide and like there's mud and it's red rain coming down on people? Like it's a flash flood type of warning, or like is it like straight up like vampire like Dracula? Like there's blood <laughs> just raining down, making you youthful. Like I I, I don't get where, what the red rain. Is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, but, the three, so. <laughs> yeah, no, but but the song itself is catchy as heck. Yeah, and it's good. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's. I don't think it's like it's not a political meaning. Like I would think it's like is he talking about like some kind of like bloodshed during like war times in Uganda or some shit? I don't know. Um, that seems like what it would be, but it's, I think it's about a dream he had about a swimming pool or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Something weird. Yeah. I kind of took it like, cause there could be a weird thing where like a weird effect where there's like red dust in the air and that gets collected yeah. in the, in the rain droplets and you have red rain, like, you know, it comes to warfare. Kind of. <laughs> or like or, some kind of factory or, Kind of, or coming out of a really major drought, like, and they're just like a, you know, a huge, like, dust, a dust bowl that a rainstorm came through, and then you got, like, the red rain coming down. But yeah, it, I thought that's what it had to do with, but I wasn't 100% <coughs> sure. So. Not as fun as you thought. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I like the song. I like the album. I mean, I used to listen to this album a lot. Um, I think I still have it on CD as well. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a good song. I, another song that, that fits the category. It, it's supposed to. That's the concept of this show. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's a great song. It's not my fa- favorite Peter Gabriel song. Um, but it was nice to revisit to because I haven't, I haven't listened to that album in a long time. Um, so it was nice to, to listen to it again. I, I've always liked the song. It was, one of my favorites on the album when I would listen to it, uh, you know, years ago. Oh, yeah. um, the album so, so. This yeah. album's called So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he just yeah, said exactly. so. Yeah. How fitting is that? Uh, so, 86. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan <laughs> of uh, of the song, and, and I, I, I do like some stuff that Peter Gabriel did, and especially, like I said, this, this album for sure, like, there's so many good songs on there, and this is definitely one of the yeah. better ones. Um, so, yeah. I think this is a good choice. Thanks, Brandon. I appreciate your uh, appreciation for my appreciation. Hey, I appreciate that you appreciate that I appreciate your song choice. So, so what's your theory on the Red Rain, though? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's just it's like maybe it means nothing. It just, maybe when he wrote it, he's like, "This sounds cool." <laughs> You know? I think that's what it was. It was like he had a dream about swimming around in some red that's water. Right. And other color yeah. rains have already been picked. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Like, I, I wish that he was no all foreshadowing. No, 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 don't do that. Uh, could, he been, could he have been better at like picking a reason why he made this song? Yeah, but no. You can it for a couple of reasons. Yeah, yeah. You dreamt about swimming in a pool and was drinking rare wine on the side. He also dreamt about people <laughs> shake and shake the bottles and falling over a cliff and and the you know red liquid pouring out of him, spilling out of him as he went along. And that was the emphasis of the song and where it came from. So it's basically based off of his dreams. Hmm, another foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta be around to watch it. Yeah, right. so yeah, that's it. It was a good song. Cool. All right, all right, all right. Well, well we're going to keep on going then. Um, and so, uh, Dietrich, what did you have for us? So I got a nice little diddle from 1989 from a group that has been around forever and a damn day, uh, especially known for their dancing and their and their rhythmic flow. Um, not not. R&B, uh, well, not not rap by any means. Um, you know, some members of the rap, but that was a whole different situation. Um, this came off of their 1989 album called Heartbreak. Um, it was a couple of reasons for that. One it was because uh, one of the main uh, artists from that particular band left and went solo. Another was they were coming back together because they didn't get to get songs out because they didn't get to perform and they wanted to be on the same level and did not want to get swept under the rug or overshadowed by that individual. So they got with their producers, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. We talked about them before with Janet Jackson and uh, literally came up with this particular song based off of that album. Uh, it was one of the major hits. It hit number 44 in the Billboard 100. It got to number one on the hip hop and R&B charts. And it's still a, I would say, a mainstay in any kind of, you know, gathering that you get together. If you play this song, you're going to have people serenade it and dance it out. Um, it was in the movie The Best Man. Uh, best Man Christmas or whatever that was, the second best band type situation. They actually did a rendition of it. Um, it's, it's one of those songs that, you know, it's, it's about love and it's about unconditional love and it's about, you know, when everything is sunny, yeah, everybody's around, but when things get rainy, are you still going to be there? Are you going to hold me down like that? And, you know, it's a true testament to what love should be. And if y'all don't know what I'm talking about by now, I'm talking about the group new edition. 
1989 hit smash song, Can You Stand the Rain? Yeah, put it out there. What do you think about that? Uh, I never heard it before, but it, I liked it. It was a good song. It, and like, it, it, it's, yeah, like you said, the story behind it, it's it's interesting. Like, or can you can you stay around for the rain with me? And like, that, that was, for me, that was kind of like, I, I was kind of surprised because that was kind of like a new take. It, it's on like rain and you're like, okay, I, like, I appreciate that because it's like, can you weather the storm? But it's like, it's more specific. Like it's not just hunkering down in shelter, weathering the storm. It's like, can you be out in the thick of it with the rain falling on you and, and stay here with me? So, but yeah, so, and I, I do truly appreciate that. So yeah, I liked it. I, I haven't thought of new edition in a long time. Um, and uh, I had to like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure because again, I haven't thought about this band in forever. I'm like, pretty sure it was Bobby Brown in the new edition at some point, right? Like, <laughs> they tried, they tried to pitch that as Bobby yeah. Brown in the new edition, and new edition was like, no, yeah, we're not going over that. And yeah. so you were solo because he couldn't right. agree with the guys, and he wanted his own stuff. But that was definitely, I, I definitely remember that was my first introduction to Bobby Brown. Was you know when he was in new edition. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I had to have heard the song back in the day. Um, I, you know, it is definitely like a product of its time. Like, I mean, you know, it sounds like a late eighties, early nineties song, but it's still good. I mean, I, I still, I still enjoyed it. I never was like the biggest new edition fan, but it wasn't because I didn't, I thought they were bad. I just, it was just one of those, like, again, another blind spot in my, my music, my music history, my music taste. Um, but I definitely remember some of the hits for sure. And I definitely remember Bobby Brown. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it was, it was good. I mean, I, I enjoyed the song for sure. And, and it was, uh, it was a, a welcome, welcomed, t- like sound compared to the other ones that we picked. So I thought it was good. Yeah. Same new edition. What the, <laughs> I don't remember the last time I really like sat down and just like, you know, did a. I guess like a double take on the eighties and nineties music that I've heard over and over again. These guys, I mean, these guys are on the radio all the time. Uh, Bobby Brown obviously did his own career, like Brandon was saying. And, um, yeah, I think every band, boy band in this era had, they all had suits. <laughs> they were all wearing suits. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that music kind of fucked me up in a way. <laughs> Because it made me think that things were supposed to be a certain way when, no, they don't have to be. But, uh, yeah, growing up hearing something like this and not really understanding that this talking about, like, knocking boots, that's pretty much what this, you know, that's what I get from this song. Um, how to make it last, but also <laughs> how to keep it going uh, uh, in the bedroom. That's, um, you know, it's uh, a romantic... Uh, Am I right about that? Teacher yeah. don't like you. Uh, yeah, it's just about love in general. It's not about uh, bedroom yeah. behaviors. It's, uh, yeah, this is, this is more so just a song about love and about what love actually yeah, yeah. represents. Yeah, all right. So not, not about the bedroom stuff. You know, I, I, I'm good with the raunchy stuff. 
I love that all damn day. This <laughs> one was kind of not up that alleyway. Now, if I'd have picked poisoning or something like that, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, based on the situation, but no, this one—they uh, kind of kept it mellow. They—they they were really talking about love in this time. All right, weather, weather in the storm. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get through this part first, and then you can get to sexy time. So exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> there you go. You so make it, you make it to... all the team. You good to go? Like we, we gonna smash? But yeah, the prequel to the bonus track. There you go. Yeah. All right. All right, so are, are we ready to continue on? You know. Yep. All right. So, uh, Brandon, what, what did you have for us? Yeah. So I don't know why it took me forever to to come up with this one. I mean, as soon as you gave us the theme, like, like I'm racking my brain, like rain, rain. Okay. What songs have the lyrics "rain" in them? And and then and then uh, I think it was Amy's like this song, and I'm like, oh yeah. Of course, one of my favorite songs of all time and one of my favorite artists of all time. It took me a while to get there, but I did. And the song that I picked is Purple Rain by Prince. Um, we have not done a Prince song, I believe, and it's shocking how many episodes we have done and we have not picked a Prince song. Um, there might have to be a Prince episode coming up one of these days because uh, I can't believe we've done we haven't haven't had a Prince song. Um, so anyway, I'm not gonna like bore you with the details. I don't think the details are boring, but maybe to some, um, you know, it's Prince. I don't know what else you want me to say. Um, maybe we'll talk more about Prince if we ever do that Prince episode. Um, I will say this. It, the song Purple Rain is from his sixth studio album. This is also the soundtrack album to the movie Purple Rain from 1984. I thought what would be interesting is just giving you one little tidbit that I found out when I was doing a little bit of research. Never knew this. It was originally written as a country song, and he was going to collaborate with Stevie Nicks. And Stevie Nicks thought, oh, this song's a bit much, and I don't know if I could do this. Um, and then he just worked with the band, and this is what we have. The song is epic. I love the song. I love the movie. Um, you know, what's interesting, too, is that this album, Purple Rain, was his first album to reach number one. Um, but man, I, Purple Rain's epic. I know there's an edit version of it that is, I think, like four minutes long. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the nine minutes of glorious Prince Purple Rain. I, I don't know, man. I don't know what else to say. If you haven't heard the song, do yourself a favor. Stop listening to me. Stop listening to the rest of the guys. Go listen to Purple Rain. Go see the movie. Listen to the album. Uh, it's all phenomenal. Prince is was one of the greatest artists of all time. And um, this song is just, it, it's, it's phenomenal. It's an epic. Um, yeah. What do you guys think? First and foremost, I actually have a Prince album in my repertoire. Twilight I'm going to bring to y'all. It wasn't going to be this album because this is too popular. It's another album that I know for a fact very few people have actually listened to. And there's a song on there in particular that if you listen to it now, you swore it just came out last week. That's how ahead of the time he was or for what he was doing and his music he was putting out. Now, side note, that was, that was a sidebar. 
now getting back to what you think. Okay, so Purple Bear, I'm Rain. Um, I say it like that because this song has uh, engulfed my life in so many different ways. Um, it almost caused me to fight my cousin um, because I soiled the song for him. Um, yeah, I actually, it, uh, without getting into details, I was making whoopee during the movie. And um, he found out about that. And he's like, how could you soil Purple Rain? And I'm like, dude, it's a long ass movie. We had a good old time. Cool. Second thing was this particular song um, brought in everything about Prince that you ever needed to know. Just from a, um, a lyrical standpoint, from a musical standpoint, from, you know, this, this is, I don't want to say this is his best song, but if you bring in the cultivation of all the music that he's done, um, this, this would damn near be at the top five, dead or alive, just because, um, it's one of those songs that, you know, he, he pours his heart and soul out on it, especially in the extended version, the real version. Like you, you don't want to skip a beat. You don't even realize that it's that long because you just enjoy the song that much. And the whole album itself is phenomenal. Um, and just so if anybody has any chance, I'm gonna I'm double down on what Brandon said. You don't have to stop listening to us right now, but you do after this podcast have to go listen to Purple Rain. It's available now on streaming platforms, even though he didn't want it out there. But you know, his his. You know, besides all of the semantics and the politics behind the situation, you are able to go enjoy the music and enjoy um, the man, the myth, the legend that is Prince. Make sure that you do so and understand your history when you're talking about rock and roll, when you're talking about musicians, and when you're ultimately talking about pure soul. Because that's what he was, especially when it came to music. Um, and this is one of those songs that you'll hear it at weddings, you'll hear it all around, you'll hear it near New Year's, you'll hear it all over the place just because it's that damn good, period. Mic drop. So, uh, I've heard the song before, for, for sure. Um, I will admit, I, I have a big blind spot with Prince, um, but uh, it, I I like this song a lot. I, I will say that like I did go just kind of a weird side note, but like uh, it, Ready Player Two has like a, a whole subplot on Prince, like in that in that book, and you like you learn stuff about him. And you're like, this is crazy. No, no wonder. I mean, it, it's a book about a video game land where they make Prince a boss like and he is a boss like he is three seven bosses in one and you're like dang like but it, it, it makes you appreciate this uh, i will say this that like if if the only print song you've heard is raspberry beret which is a good song this i think is a, is a better better song like this you gotta give him more than just that one song it, for sure so and and this is a good good second song to follow up so, yeah Shit. Raspberry Beret. Uh, no, no. Save, save these songs, dude. Uh, yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad. Save, yeah. save them for That's another episode. episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, my bad. I was about to go down the list. My bad. <laughs> I mean, we can be here for ages. We will yeah. be talking about all Princess songs. Uh, yeah. Oh, it, what, is, what is he, the artist formerly known as? Yes. Because, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so. Anyways. I know that, like, the ladies go, they just went gaga over Prince. I think I yeah, dated a girl in high school, and she was, like, fascinated with him. He was, uh, at one point, he was on in the 90s, like, all these talk shows. Um, I'm pretty sure he was on Oprah. 
<laughs> I got to say at least once. Um, but yeah, Prince is awesome. Um, he was awesome. He was, I mean, tragically ended and too soon. I mean, sometimes the greatest, the greats go sooner, but, uh, left behind, uh, a legacy for sure. And purple rain is like, so, so Brandon was purple rain. The, uh, that was the name of the movie, right? Yeah. It's the name of the movie and the name of the song. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say I saw parts of it. I got to go back and see that. <laughs> I got to watch that again. I mean, just because, you know, even if I don't like it, I don't know, but I think I would like it. I'm sure. Um, man, you just hit those fucking notes. Prince was like, he was a rock star on stage and he, you know, he had this attitude, like he just didn't care. And people, people recognize that, you know, you know, his presence was there. And I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal singer, phenomenal, you know, at everything he did. So yeah, kudos to your pick. Purple Rain's awesome. Really fits the theme really well. And, uh, yeah, I like it. I can't wait for the episode about Prince. Oh, yeah. We haven't even discussed it, but I guess we just, we just put that out there. This is going to have to happen. So yeah, Yeah. something's going to happen. Something's in the works. That's right. That's right. Well, um, anything else we want to add? Okay. Well, um, the rain has stopped. The sun is clear. (laughs) Or the sun is out. Not clear. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so let's go ahead and flip that record to side B. And Taj, you had an album for us to listen to for this episode. Did you not? I did. I did. Um, So um, I'm going to kind of go down a weird (laughs) weird rabbit hole just to explain how I first came across this band and, and then... It, the album itself, I really hadn't heard other than game preparing for this episode because mainly the album I, I had listened to was a compilation, compl- uh, any greatest hits, anything. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> so we're going to start first of all with a weird <laughs> sideway. Um, as a kid, I used to watch, uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The reason why that comes into play, uh, you know, but after that, like the the other thing that comes into play is like I one of the bands where I bought like greatest hits was Queen. So I had Queen's two greatest hits albums. Right. Um, Then come 2000 comes a live action version of Rocky Bullwinkle. (laughs) And in it is a song by Supertramp called Daydreamer, um, which I love the song. The movie was okay. I'm willing to forgive it. I I like the movie, you know, but anyways, um, I think you got to go forward still yet to before I really figure out who Super Tramp is to uh, 2009 when a movie uh, comes out. uh, I love you, man. Now, that movie's all about Rush, okay? But I feel like I'd seen that movie with Brandon, and like we were like, ah, that was an awesome movie, and then we were talking about Rush, and then I'm pretty sure Brandon at some point mentioned Super Tramp. And so that's when I went and got their compilation, their greatest hits, and like, yeah, just blew me away. Like, ever since then, like, I've loved Super Tramp. And like, it's just an amazing band, it's one of those that like I feel gets lost between Queen and Rush. Like they're just, it, I don't know why they're not 
thought of as high, but either way, like they're just amazing band. And so the album I picked and, and it, it was mainly because like it had some of their bigger hits, uh, but I w- kind of wanted to hear some of their songs that weren't major hits. The album I picked was breakfast in America. Now uh, this album came out in uh, March of 2017. Um, it has like three or four major singles that were big hits. It has four. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're just an amazing, amazing band that like, I, I, I love them. So it, I don't, I know I'm kind of rambling here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and steal one of the bigger hits. I'm going to do Logical Song. That's just like, the, the, that's, yeah, that song is just amazing. And, uh, you know, it's talking about how, you know, they, People want you to grow up a certain way, and then like if you keep going that way, then they start calling you stuff that yeah, it's and the rhyming scheme on that is is just amazing. But yeah, and I probably got the title wrong, didn't I? Uh, but yeah, so uh, that's Super Tramp. I'm sure Brandon probably has some more historical information about Super Tramp. <laughs> so, um, no, I mean I I'm, I'm not gonna add too much because you know this is this is your album. <laughs> right. This is, this is your episode. You are uh, you are the the leader of this episode. So <laughs> I, I am not going to steal any of your thunder here. But I am very happy that you have selected this album because I feel that I might have uh, at some point I probably would have selected this myself. So I'm glad that you did. I'm glad that Super Tramp um, resonated so much with you and uh, has has stayed with you all these years. And and here we are. You know. And now you picked this as one of your choice albums out of all the albums that you could have picked. You picked <laughs> Breakfast in America. And uh, you're right in picking this because this album is phenomenal. Super Tramp is phenomenal. I totally agree with what you said that I don't understand why they're like they do have fans, you know, and they have some diehard fans. Even some people I know who are kind of snobbish when it comes to music they're like oh yeah super trans my jam you know like <laughs> super trans great like the music is just so awesome and i mean th- like this is the right album to pick you know like if you want to introduce somebody to super tramp this is the one that you pick and and you like it's one of those where you listen to it and like especially for a good chunk of the album you're like oh that's a hit oh that's a hit that's a hit like i mean there's so many hits on here you know, and even the ones that aren't as well known are good. Like, I dare say there's not a bad song on this album, in my opinion. You know, like, I like every song on this album. Yeah, sure. Like, the, the hits are hits for a reason. They are the best songs, I think, probably on here. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I, yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> I, I'm so glad that you did this one. I'm proud of you, Taj. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Um, it does remind me, though, that maybe we need to do some rush. Uh, (laughs) we need to get russified here uh but um yeah man um i love you man for picking this album so uh yeah and you know logical song that that's great you know i it's hard dude it was so hard i'm like please taj you be the first person to go of course i knew you're gonna be you're the first one that gets to pick a choice track so 
you know, now at least there's one that I can mark off and go, okay, I'm not doing that one. Um, I'm my, my choice track on here. Have I said enough how much I love this album? Uh, my favorite, well, probably my choice track today is going to be Goodbye Stranger. I love Goodbye Stranger. I love them all. I'm not going to name all my favorite songs on here because there's still two more hosts to go. But uh, Goodbye Stranger is my choice track today. Tomorrow could be something different, but it's Goodbye Stranger today. Um, but yeah, if you haven't listened to Super Tramp, uh, audience, our listeners, um, this is another one of those things where just stop listening to us and go <laughs> listen to the album and then come back. Um, but you know, you know, form your own opinion, but your opinion should be, this is a phenomenal album. So, all right, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I, <laughs> did you want to go teacher? Am I good? All right. Uh, I think Super Tramp is like a great band. This album is really awesome. Uh, I was a little little surprised that you picked it, but like glad, like Brandon said. And uh, I don't usually gravitate to the older stuff. So, um, but it is like a nice revisit of things that I liked and heard when I was younger. And uh, this is definitely something that everybody should listen to. Um, I hope I don't take your your pick, Dietrich. But uh, "Take the Long Way Home" is my favorite song on this album. So, I love that song. Um, what song? "Take the Long Way Home." Oh. So. Yeah, you took my pick. That's okay. <laughs> 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 oh shit, Dietrich, you're in luck though. There's so many other good songs on here. But uh yeah, no, I I love the artwork on the album cover. It's so weird, but like it just fits I don't know how, it just fits the feeling of the album. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's wacky, but it's also fun. It's it's well orchestrated instrumental music that you know you you can't run away from. And if you don't like music from this era, this is almost like the exception for for people that might not gravitate to, to music that was made at this time. So um, that's when you know that it's a good it's a good album. These are good musicians. Um, they had fun doing it. So follow this band. Follow follow the history. Uh, if you want to learn more about music that's not from your time, this is a good way to do it. So good job, yeah. Yeah, I think we pretty much say what needed to be said. Um, great band, very great album. Tell us the songs that they like. You know, take the long way home is mine just because of the melodic feel. So you think you're Romeo, playing a part in the picture show? Well, take the long way home. Take the long way I'm always gonna go with the melodies over anything else. And um, damn it, if we just double up on it, 
first week, you know, straight lines think alike, so I'm not super much tripping. Okay. Um, I really have nothing else to add to it because I think y'all pretty much said everything. Um, it's shit. <laughs> It was very hard for me not to not to have words to speak. Um, but in this situation, it, it's warranted because there's nothing else that I can add to the to the pile. Like it's already lit. Bonfire is already there. We already know what it is. Like shit, super chat. Let's get it. So it, I'm just curious from like you and uh, from the two of you, like, had you heard of? Because like I'm, I don't know why I had never heard of Super Tramp before. I know I had a blind spot, but I just. Curious if, if you had actually heard of the band before. I have heard of the band before, yes. Okay. I've never listened to a whole album all the way through, but okay. I've heard singles. So okay. The fact that like four of the singles that I heard came from this album was just like, oh yeah, that's information. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Okay. But um, yeah. So okay. I think it mentions. I mean, Super Tramp is like a it's a fan favorite, so okay, you're gonna hear about them a lot. Yeah. And and their music is still being used today. Like even right now, there's a movie trailer out um, where it's featured prominently in that movie trailer, the Goodbye Stranger song. Like they're still gonna their their music is still gonna be heard all these years later. You may not know who Super Tramp is, but you definitely know the song. Right. Okay. But thank you very much. Just just needed to throw that out there. It's like yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, I think we have some homework for next week. Um, Don't you have some homework for us, Brandon? I do. I do, and I'm excited to share this one. Okay. I'm going to the '90s, guys. The '90s. I know. What you the ready? fuck? All right, you guys. Are ready? we switching? Okay. Yeah, I know. All right. I'm a, I'm a madman for going to the '90s. That's but this great. is an album that I absolutely love, and uh, I hope you guys too. You guys do too like this album. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm curious if. If any of you have heard this, it is from 1994. The album is called Six Feet Deep, The Artist's Grave Diggers. Wow, you went there. Yeah. Okay. You Big memory there. of it, but yeah. yeah okay, it's going to be a fun buddy. revisit. This will be a fun revisit. All right, we'll be great. Yeah. So that'll be next week's episode. All right. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Uh-huh. I haven't heard about it. Awesome. Mm. It's got four songs in my damn head. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we we know someone's listened to it then. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. (laughs) So, all right. So, we're ready to wrap this up then? Yes. All right. So, this has been uh, (laughs) Trace. Too excited about that. Ah, so uh, this has been uh, Trace Tracks. You can email us at tracetracks at gmail.com. We end with a Z. You can find us on our website of tracetracks.com. Again, we end with a Z. We have matching playlists for each episode on Pandora and Spotify. Uh, so please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go and sign out. I've been Taj. I'm Brandon. I'm still Damon. And I can say clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. <laughs> and I can nice. And uh, yeah, we're going to pick up the needle, but y'all keep spinning those twice tracks.